Section 11 of Birds and Nature, Volume 12, Number 4, November 1902. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Pradeep Singh Ahdi. The Life of Airy Wings One beautiful day last May, my mother laid a tiny green egg on the underside of a leaf on a milkweed plant. I know that its color was green and that it was laid on the back of the leaf because mother milkweed butterfly did not want any fly or worm to eat me up. So she made its green like the leaf and hid it away in a safe place. There I rested quietly within the egg for about four days when I burst open the shell to see what was out in the world. I shook myself and found that I could crawl. I was also very hungry. I had come out a green caterpillar with a black head. How strange that was. Now I expected to be a butterfly with wings to sail through the air. Never mind, I thought. If I am a caterpillar, I must do all that a caterpillar ought to do and not make a fuss because I am not a handsome butterfly. The first thing that a caterpillar has to do is to eat his eggshell so that the ichneumon fly, the fellow is an enemy to my family, will not be able to find any traces of him on the leaf. Where did I learn that? I think Mother Bee must have folded that thought in the eggshell, for it came out with me. After doing that duty, I was so hungry that I ate the leaf on which I found myself, all day long and far into the night. Then I curled up and went to sleep, feeling very quiet and comfortable. When I awakened, the sun was up. I was warm and hungry, so I began to eat again. Suddenly I heard a buzzing noise overhead. Oh, dear me! I was frightened and kept perfectly still for I thought it was that miserable fly after me, but it proved to be only a jolly bumblebee, and I went on eating. After several days of this life, eating and watching for enemies, something happened. I suppose that I had eaten so much milkweed that my skin got too tight to hold me, for it felt very uncomfortable and then began to crack. I had spun a little silk on the leaf to get a better foothold and remained very quiet, for I did not feel like moving. I stretched my head a little after a while and the old headcase came off, falling to the ground. Then I made violent exertions of movements with the muscles of my body and finally the old skin came off. I was very much fatigued and was quiescent, not caring to stir for several hours. I thought of the fly too, that might sting me now while my new jacket was soft and that kept me still also. When it became harder I had to eat up the old one and then was hungry as ever eat why i did nothing for four weeks but devour milkweed keep a watch for enemies and grow too big for my jacket i molted four times in all and at the end you should have seen me my body was stripped yellow black and green and was nearly two inches long my head was black banded my face yellow with two parallel black bows and i had two pairs of long cylinder flexible filaments like a hair on my body i had grown so large and strong that i wanted to see more of the world I crawled off my leaf down the stalk of the plant onto the ground. What a queer sensation it was, to be sure, to feel the grass and the ground. There was a rail fence near my old home. I began to feel very weary and sleepy. I kept cautiously along until I reached the fence, crawled up to next the top rail and under it to rest a while. My, how tired I was. I did not want anything to eat. I did not care to move nor to speak. I caught hold of the rail and hung there for about twelve days. I have learned since that I was a chrysalis and was a beautiful object of emerald green with gold and black dots. 
I was fastened to the fence rail by a slender shining black peduncle or stem. Nothing disturbed me, and on the eleventh day the bright green disappeared, the golden spots faded, and on the twelfth day I burst open the shell of the chrysalis, found that I had wings, and sailed away through the air. How delightful! So much easier than crawling. At last I was a butterfly. And this is what patience and perseverance does for the ugly duckling. At least this is what a friend on the milkweed leaf told me one day. I saw another butterfly a short distance ahead of me, having the same colors I had, yellow and black with white dots on the wings, and I flew faster to catch up with her. She was very beautiful and knew more of the world than I did. Therefore I determined to keep close to her. I found her very modest and unassuming. She made me feel as if I knew it all, and that is the chief qualification that even a butterfly wants in a wife. After a little hesitation, I asked her to be my mate. She said she would, and away we raced in the sunshine to a field of clover. She showed me how to get honey out of the flowers with my tongue, which is like a watch spring coiled up in the lower part of my head. When I am excited and probing to the bottom of a flower, it uncoils and half-coils again, acting like a little force pump to bring up the juice of the flower. My mate and I had a jolly time flying over the clover field, where we met more of our family, the milkweed butterflies, and others. The flowers we like best are the clover, milkweed, goldenrod, thistle, and phlox. I soon discovered that birds and insects did not trouble us much, because we do not suit their appetites. They say that we taste bitter and disagreeable, like the milkweed, so they seldom disturb us, and we lead a happy-go-lucky life. We often spread our wings wide and float along in the air with little fear of foes. They see our colors, yellow and black, the badge of milkweed butterfly, and off they go seeking a choicer tidbit. Whenever there is a heavy windstorm, I fly out to battle with it. What fun to have the angry wind hurled you back, only to get your wings fluttering again and flying a distance to meet another fling. It is great sport. I must tell you something that happened to my mate one day. She was flying near a piazza where there were some phlox plants. She darted down towards them, keeping an eye out on a sparrow that had been flying after her when her right wing caught in a spider web that was in the piazza rail. She fluttered and fluttered, frightening the spider out of his web until she got her wing loose. It was not so strong after that as a little piece was torn off. I saw some beautiful flowers laying on a table on the same piazza soon afterwards, and, as no one was out there, winged down on them. Queer, they had no honey in them. A little girl in the window exclaimed, Oh, sister, a butterfly is on our paper flowers. Then a boy sprang out with a hat in his hand, and I flew quickly away. My mate and I were so terrified that we did not go near that piazza again. The lovely warm summer passed very soon and I had such a happy time that I was sorry even my family flocked together and began to talk of going south in September. We held our meetings on the underside of the branches of trees and perhaps some of you saw us there. Oh, the life of a butterfly is sweet and there is just enough excitement in keeping out of the reach of enemies to make the struggle for existence interesting. By M. Evelyn Lincoln End of section 11